What's up, everybody? This is another segment of Tell It How It Is, No Filter, starring yours truly, Voice of Reason, peep that, a.k.a. Hush, a.k.a. How You Stop Him, a.k.a. Unstoppable Hush, and this is episode 146. What's going on? What's up? Glad to be here. You know, a part of doing this lets me know I woke up. I'm in good health. Let's do this. That's the motivation to get to sit down and talk my shit. Where do I begin? Okay. The verses. Last verses is Bone Thugs versus 3-6 Mafia. Not a personal favorite of mine. And that's before it even went down. So it's not like it went down and that changed my decision. Bone Thugs has their hits that I love. Uh, this Is this typical? The Biggie. Even the pop joint that everybody may not be as familiar with. And then Crossroads. You know, they got they shit. And the fans that, that love them, they've pleased them. You know, shout out to all of that. That's not to take away credit. You know what I mean? So, kudos for that. Um, 3-6 Mafia, I really can't even remember. Damn. You, you know, if you judge me, I don't know, because of my age. I don't know. They was out for my age, though. So, I can't even use age. My apologies, I can't use that. I can't really remember though. So I know that there's a factor and you know, without me even having to watch this back, which I watch all my segments after, by the way. Soon as I'm done, I'm probably gonna look into what songs drew me to them because they gotta have a song or two for me. But again, for their fans, as well as the Bone Thugs to scenario shout out for that so for those fans they hope they enjoyed that but i want to mention that it got a little dicey and and you know whatever that's the image that's looked upon when it comes to hip-hop so busy said some shit you can't invite juicy j invited him to his sausage you know how that could go so the bottle of water flew and, you know, got a little crazy for a second, you know, busy later on, you know, probably apologizes, but then he goes as a part of hip hop. And I have to really like challenge that a little bit because the locks and dip set showed us similar without it getting crazy. They was talking reckless amongst each other back and forth along with the performances. So that was that was hip hop. You feel me? No disrespect to Busy Bone, you know, again. However I feel about them is how I feel. I can't be influenced otherwise. So that was dope as far as that goes, but to compare it to that's how hip hop is. No, the locks and dip set showed us that it can get intense. It can get real without actual violence. You know what I'm saying? And you know they already like count us out and expect us to be portrayed as the baddest influence. Like there's not horror movies, violent murder movies. You know what I'm saying? So that's a whole nother thing I don't even want to get into right now. They already got me heated up. Um, So no doubt for that. Styles P and Havoc. Wreckage Manor. This is their project. I haven't checked it out yet. I've been excited to check it out. I want to give a shout out to Havoc for sure. Styles P is always working. He don't need no more love for me. I give him all the love. And I'm not trying to be funny. Styles P is always working. You know what I'm saying? He's been pretty sharp for a while. Um, Havoc has been quiet. Rest in peace. Sleep in peace to Prodigy. 
I'm sure that has something to do with it. And it's okay. It's humanly okay for that to be the reason or play a role in why we haven't heard Havoc. But I'm excited because his production is crazy and the boy got bars. Grown man, actually, you know what I'm saying? But you get where I'm going with this. So I'm dying to hear it. You should check it out. Once again, it's called Wreckage Manor. Am I saying it right? Yeah. You know Google. Y'all got your smartphones. Once you type in Styles P and Havoc, it's going to show you what, it, what type of time it is. But um, again, shout to Prodigy, rest in peace, big, big loss in hip-hop, big, big loss. I was, you know, rocking to him the other day. You know, him and what Havoc has done for hip-hop is undeniably real iconic. You know what I'm saying? So, that's dope. Um, The Kevin Hart True Story with Wesley Snipes. I've mentioned it before, but I want to go on record now that I've checked it out. It's dope. I have never taken Kevin Hart that seriously in these type of situations. Anything other than comedy. But I gotta say, it was dope. It was dope. Absolutely. Shout out. To, excuse me. Woo. Not COVID. Not COVID. I'm not starting over for that sneeze. Wesley Snipes. Um, that was dope addition to that. And check it out, man. I think I think it was pretty good, man. Um. Ooh, I don't know. <clears throat> How many sneezes before I have to start over? Can I get a limit here? Like five? Um. The movie Bruised, Holly Berry. Again, my opinions don't have to match yours. I feel like the message in the movie was inspirational as fuck. And that's what we need in life. You know what I'm saying? Something motivating. Something that shows the human side of struggle. The human side of just dealing with shit. You know what I mean? That people just have no clue sometimes when they got it good. You know? When 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 they're fortunate to not have really gone through this thing called struggle. You know what I'm saying? So I salute it definitely. And it, it, it's dope. It's dope. And that message is big. So check out Holly Berry Bruised. Um, definitely a, a watch for me. Um, may not get no Grammys or no real recognition. Cause again, the world don't want to see that. The world want to see the fabricated everybody rich and, and no struggle type shit. Uh, not everybody, but sometimes I feel like we, we scared of reality. You know, reality is very fearsome. So shout to that. Um, Alex Baldwin, you know. The accident on the set of Rust. Uh, I apologize for not remembering the young lady's name. I did a pod already on it. You know, wishing her blessings, her family condolences. I mean, and the sit and the sleep in peace and all of that. I, I, you know, I gave my kudos for that. So I'm just bringing it back because now there's an interview where he's saying he didn't shoot the gun or he didn't aim it at her. I don't know why we want to revisit here and make things complicated because. That can throw people off, especially the families. So what really went down then? I mean, I know investigations and, re and you know, when you dealing with a situation that you have to unpack, that there's information that will keep coming and there, there's many angles of how shit went and how it looks. And I know they got to do this as a part of their job, but the interview-wise for him... I don't know, you know, I'm not going to act like I've been in these shoes before. I hope to never be in those shoes. But um, 
Because if I kill a motherfucker, it's for a reason. If I want to. I'm not saying I will. Never. No, no. Don't take me wrong. I'm just talking about in this accident setting. Like, I don't want to accidentally kill somebody. You feel me? So, um... Don't take me literal, folks. This is this is a real time in life where everything is sensitive, but I'm going to say what I feel. Anyway, um, yeah, like if that's the shit and that's how I went down, it's like I'm really not going to take back, you know, what was done or in any type of verbal way. Like that's what you told police. You feel me? Like, you know, when you got interviewed initially, is that the story you gave police? Because whatever's on paper as your statement, I mean, that's what you should basically stick to. And I'm not saying that they differ. Maybe he did tell the police that, but I don't know. You know, I'm not getting into the whole cop thing because, you know, I have my gripes about that in certain situations and scenarios. You know how we look at the police. But what I'm saying is I, I don't think that would fly with a normal person. Like, you're going to tell the police that you ain't aim it, you ain't shoot it. Like, it shot itself, it hit the ground. What Like, what are you giving as your statement? And, you know, if that's what he gave them and it flew, you know, they let it fly, and then that's what he want to say in the interview, then fine, you know, fuck it. Might as well stick to the same story so they don't come back and look at you like, well, that's not what you told us. But... There's so many scenarios we can look at and take from this. I'm just saying rest in peace to the young lady again. And I hope Alec Bowman could like let go of the demons and move on. Accident, you know, whether you did it or you didn't, you know, as long as you confess your sins and you, you apologetic for it and you and you really are genuine in the pain and understanding the pain of the family, then that's good enough. You know what I'm saying? It's not for us to judge, really. It's not for us to decide when he should be forgiven, if he's forgiven. You know, and I'm not even a super religious person. I'm just saying that sometimes we think we're in control and what we say and think matters the most. And it's really not up to us. Every individual is a percentage in this life. You know what I'm saying? You don't really hold the weight you think you do. And you think money changes that? It really doesn't. Like, we feed into that bullshit. You know, the person with the most money... Their percentage and them mattering in life is the same as the person with $2. As far as like overall, if there's a higher being and if you believe in a higher being and in this whole earthly thing. I'm not talking about economically. I'm not talking about social media. These are things where people are viewed way different from actual life. So anyway, I ain't want to get that deep on that. So again, that's that with that. Um... Tiana Taylor, I love her. I don't, <clears throat> I'm pat, I'm trying to tread lightly, but you can't do that. You got to just speak your fucking mind. So I don't like the baggy fit. You feel me? Like, you know, the Aaliyah days when Aaliyah was wearing super baggy shit. Even then I kind of was like, eh, I love Aaliyah. Rest in peace, love her. Um, but back then I was still like a little mm, about it, but I let it fly. Today, I, I, my women, y'all are beautiful. I don't like to see the baggy, the super baggy fit. I'm sorry. It's not about, you know, you know, making women feel like they got to be naked, especially in modeling and fashion. Shout out to all my fashion designers. Shout out to all my people with clothing lines and all of that. Straight up salute to you. But I, I don't want the baggy. They don't got to be naked. Can it fit a little better, please? It don't even got to be skin tight. I'm just, I'm over the super backy. So Tiana Taylor, I love you, but I don't like it. I don't like it. And that's for everybody. That's not just her. I'm just saying, just kind of, uh, uh. but 
anyway, dope for her and whatever she's got going on. Um, mm-hmm. I still didn't check out the Heart of Day Fall. I'm not going to mention it again. Um, I spoke on it already. Um, I guess I could go in. So listen, um, learning to not stress stuff to the max, no matter how bad things get, still comes with a catch. Like there's some things that you have to care about. You can't get that reckless because some things will accumulate that you do have to take care of. Um, so it's not really about, and that was my initial topic, um, about not caring and letting things stress you out. But there's actually has to be a balance. So I even correct myself as I go because, for example, before that, I had a joke about this paycheck to paycheck. You heard that, you know, people who live paycheck to paycheck. So if on the day you get paid, you have $20 left, are you living paycheck to paycheck? Absolutely. You want to, I brag to myself because I've been there. You know, nobody's exempt from this in their life unless you were just born rich. I joked. It was a time where, you know, payday was there and I still had $20. You know what I'm saying? $20 when I'm at work, you know, that may not seem like nothing, but on payday, you just, I was a little proud because, you know, at that time, because I didn't have to touch my check. Like that 20 helped me for that day. I wasn't doing too much. You know, I worked and I was that. I wasn't going out. And that that's, a, that's the thing with life. So it's like, so now if on, let's say you get paid on a Wednesday and Friday the week before is when you run out. Yeah. You live in paycheck to paycheck. And then. You had choices, though, because that Friday you want to turn up and that's the reason you ran out of bread. You could have still been all right. But um, don't feel so down about it if you're paycheck to paycheck. A lot of people are not going to keep it a stack. You see, I came on here and even said I've been there, you know. um, It's for you to overcome. It's for you to say, what can I do? And every pay cycle, you're supposed to be making an attempt at getting closer to not letting that be your fate. It's not easy. It's not going to happen in one cycle. You feel me? But as long as you are aware of this and you're uh, trying to come up with ways to not let that be your story. But it's difficult. So for my people who are in that scenario, what are you doing to get out of it? I need comments. I need replies. You know? Other than that, people who aren't in this scenario... Were you just always rich, always well off, or you were once there and now you're not? So then tell us, comments, please. How did you get up out of that? Let's start example number one. The biggest example when you get paid, the first most important thing to take care of is rent or mortgage. Especially if that is that time of month, you know, I don't know where we at in the, in the in the cycles of people's pay. You know, you may be where you already handle that. So this check is not that. But I'm going to just be on that to keep it simple. Let's say this is the time to pay rent and or mortgage. Handle that. Um, That alone may take you where you're like, this is how I know I'm not going to survive to the next check. <laughs> It's easier said than done. Everybody wants to say live within your means. A lot of things go down where it's like, I'm trying, especially New York is the toughest. 
I've spoke on these subjects before. I'm not going to really stay the same place because I want to attack this from a different angle. So let's move on. Rent. What's after rent? I guess utilities. Food. You know, these are some things that you just can't get around. So it's not like when I say don't stress things to the max, these are things you may have to stress to the max. Your roof over your head, eating, that can be altered somewhat. You can alter that eating thing. Utilities, you got to keep the lights on. You got to keep gas on, water on, etc. Um cell phone bills and this is where we get to the kind of dicey cell phone your internet you need that um cable wi-fi whatever um these are the these are the general things right here so you 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 handle those accordingly but like i said the top of the charts is definitely rent or mortgage and food and your utilities I would think that those are the most important things. So can you get around those? Not really, but if you can finagle somehow, no doubt. Um, so what not to stress? Okay, I'll give some examples. Credit cards. I mean, you chose to fuck with it. So now you gotta, you gotta you know, live with that. But, you know, I wouldn't stress that to the max. You know, the whole credit score thing definitely is something that people should be concerned about and it does get affected by things of these sorts so um i'm just gonna keep it gangster and he may call it a little reckless um credit cards it is what it is you pay what you can when you can um the more gangster thing i could say is irs yeah they're gonna take what they owe What's owed to them, I should say. Federal and state is a big difference. They 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 talk with each other, interact. Especially state will hit up federal. So watch out for that. Um, again, you do what you can do, though. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they're going to come and garnish eventually if you really reckless or if you not care at all and listen to me literally. They will they will come. And, you know, hopefully you can handle that adjustment. Um Material things that you may want. Yo, there's no age limit on this. Some people, you know, there's a justified reason for all scenarios. Like the younger folks, 20, 30s, you may want more shit that you really don't need. And it's because you're younger, you just want some shit. Or, you know, you may feel like, don't judge me because of my age. I work hard while I can't get certain stuff. Got it. When you're older... You may have grinded all your life, 20, 30s, and was never able to get no real shit you wanted. But now you're 40 plus and you're like, I don't care. I worked all this time. I want this. I'm jumping out the window to get this. Let me tell you the good and bad in that. The good in it is you think it gives you satisfaction for a time. That time has calculated. The bad thing is you just set yourself back probably. Are you motivated enough that although it's a setback, you wanted it that bad that you're just going to work 10 times harder to get rid of that debt because you jumped the window. I mean, jumped the gun or jumped out the window, whatever, however you want to work that. So, you know, that's when you really got to decide on that. And that's not easy. 
Um, I think I'm kind of jumping away a little bit from the not caring at all. It's not stressing things. I mean, something like that is not should not be priority right now. Especially on the paycheck to paycheck aspect. If that's what you're doing, <laughs> whatever you want, material in life could wait. You could eventually get to it. This is easier said than done. I am human. Of course, there's things I want right now that I would, yo, that I wish I had the bread. I stop the pod right now and go cop. It's just, it's just not, you know what I mean? It's just not feasible. It's just not, it's not like in the best interest right now. And then of all of these things that I'm telling you, I'm not even including factors that you have, you know, whether you single by yourself, whether you got one kid, whether you got two kids, whether you got four or more, whether you single with kids, whether you're in a relationship with kids, whether it's a family thing, all of these, you should still kind of have the same similar mentality, but some things become more important now. With kids, the food just went up. Like, I already said food was important anyway. But with kids, now you definitely got to hand. That got to be after rent <laughs> or mortgage. That also plays in the whole material shit. What do you want? You know what I'm saying? That you really fiending for something for a long time. But you got kids. You got to make sure they good. You know what I'm saying? It, it's about... What to be selfish on and what and where you can't be selfish, you know. You, you When it comes to kids, when it comes to roof over your head, I've said already, you can't be selfish on that. That stuff got to be important. Like, you got to look at that like, I got to do that. If anything else, I got to do that. You feel me? Um. And again, I'm, I'm going to need comments. I need y'all to just think. Put on your thinking cap and really see... If you could come up with a way around this thing. I don't want my people living paycheck to paycheck. Ain't shit I could do about it for you physically. But what can we think of some things to get us out of that? Can we get out of debt? Can we get out of bad money choices? You know, bad financial decisions. And, you know, everybody cares. Everybody has an ego and pride thing. So it's like, who determines if we are making bad financial decisions? Who, 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 could, who could tell us that? Somebody who's rich? Isn't that insulting? Yo, you rich. How the fuck you going to tell me anything? Or somebody who's broker than you. Like, you ain't got a dollar neither. So who do you want to hear it from? You don't want to hear it from anybody, really. But you should get on your own ass about this. This shouldn't be something influenced by anyone. Because you know what? It, it may be the worst thing. If you're listening to influence, it may never get you right. You got to tell yourself that. It ain't nobody's business. People could make that assumption based on what they see you doing, how you moving, but you ain't really got to like break that down and sit and chat with anybody about that, except for who you with, your companion, your partner. You know what I'm saying? And that may be enough to stress. That's why my whole thing about this is don't stress because if you got a solid partner, y'all going to get through. It may not be next week. And it may not be pretty. And you may not like just shoot up a mill. You know what I'm saying? You may not go a mill over. Like if you are 50,000 debt, you're not going to shoot up to 200,000 in the green just like that. But you know what I'm saying? Y'all work it out how y'all work it out, man. You know, life is short. Again, I could address that in so many ways and so many topics and so many podcasts. But we know that. So like 
the balance of knowing when to give a fuck and when not to is the big thing. You know what I mean? Um, You want to get your finances as in order as you can while you're here, especially when you have kids so you can leave them something, I guess. But some people never figure it out. This is not a flaw. Life strong arms us into this. It's not a flaw as a person for me. I'm not judging you on how you handle your finances. Solely. Some people are a little... Let, let, keep it real hush. Some people are beyond reckless where you're like, nah, you're wilding. You know what I'm saying? You are out of line. There's some people who really do need a slap, a pinch, a wake up, a shake. Like you are bugging. But still. Sometimes with force, man, the pressures of life, the pressures of survival, especially where you at. I hate to get on New York so much. That's that's my home base. I'll never forget what New York has done for me. I'll never not rep Brooklyn. But that shit is pressure, bro. It's pressure to survive. It's pressure to eat. You know what I mean? I, I, if I've never reached anybody on none of these segments, on none of these pods, you got to feel me on this one. You know, I'm going to be extra sharing with this one. You know what I'm saying? And asking for feedback a little more aggressively. You got to feel me. It is rough. You know, people make it look easy, but it ain't easy. And some real authentic, genuine people should sit and say that. You know, even if you don't do podcasts, even if you don't do a live, even if you're not a people person, you don't think. Yo, that story could help somebody. I don't got one because I'm still figuring shit out. And I don't feel like getting into every little shit of mine because I don't feel like that's going to help right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody makes their own decisions based on whatever they feel like is important or not. And I think you can get somewhere if you're open-minded to it, if you're willing to adjust and change, eliminate some things. I mean, I could give the little few pointers like, okay, sit down, grab your little notepad, or you want to use a memo pad on your phone and say, all right, this is what I do in a pay period, if you can even track that. Because some people move so crazy that you can't even track the dollar you spent yesterday. I mean, that's life sometimes. It's not even being funny. Like, you can't really track that. You know, there's these apps and these programs you go and get financial help on or hire a financial advisor and all that. Don't that take money? I'm not knocking that. Shout out to everybody who does that. But if a person is in a bad financial situation, to spend money to get help, mm, how bad in the financial situation are they? Because they're like, I'm not spending that. And it don't even got to be a crazy dollar amount. I'm just saying... Take a pen, pad, use your phone, try to see what you're spending money on per pay cycle. I'm not talking about for the year, I'm not talking about for the month. However you get paid, and this is dope if you didn't get paid yet because you can start fresh. If you're getting paid this week, take that check, do what I said at first, rent or mortgage, handle that first. Kids, no kids, food should be damn near second. Start the breakdown. See what you're left with. It's difficult. Because some people are left with, you know, these advice, advisors. Excuse me. Let's say you left with 300 for two weeks. They expect you to save 150 of that. Or it's 50 of that. Fine. That, that might be good advice. That might be effective for some. But there's some people that if they got 300 left to their name, after they handle their bills, rent, slash food, whatever, that's the important shit that they supposed to, that 300, you can't save shit from that. 
Let's keep it a stack. You can't save shit. What? You're going to tell me save a dollar, put $5 to the side. That adds up. It does. Everybody's situation is different unless you're going to sit the whole world down. So don't sit here, judge, and say, damn, a motherfucker can't save $5 from his check. There's people that can't. There's situations where that's, I believe it, that a motherfucker can't save a dollar, can't save $5. I'm not even getting into child support and all the kind of garnishes and shit that happened to them. That's the shit that you might want to judge and say that they put themselves in that, whatever. But whether they put themselves in that situation or not, this is what it is. And they can't save nothing. Right now, they can't save nothing. When they get paid, they handle what they're supposed to. Whatever they have left is not going to make it to the next check. My purpose here is just to tell you, don't stress it. And again, just see if you can make attempts at adjusting. You know, if the last time when you was about to get paid, you had 89 cents and now you got three dollars. You, you heading in the right direction. I respect that little bit of a growth. People might look at me like I'm crazy. Cause what the hell are you going to do with 89 cents? But you ain't, well, you wasn't on E. You wasn't at zero. So that's what I'm saying. Don't stress it right now. And don't overthink the stress to let it become stress because you're overthinking how can I save it? How can I save it? How can I not live paycheck? You can't, it, ain't, it doesn't happen that way. And everybody's situation different. So don't look at other motherfuckers and, and let that bring you down more because you see people making it. Because a lot of people faking it. They ain't making it. Worry about your nest. Your shit. So try to just have a little more strength in that. You know what I'm saying? That's the overall message here. I probably didn't really get a solid solution for everyone, and I apologize. I just want your brain to start working, and maybe you could just get it on your own because you listen to this, possibly. But I'm not stressing shit that I can't control, and I know that can't be changed in this moment. We just work and see what we can change, what can be altered. Because if you take emotions out, if you take stress out and influence out, and use your own brain, make your own decisions and shit, even if you're not the best at something, it's still a little more comfortable because you chose to do it and you're telling yourself it. You didn't get pushed in that direction. Some people need a push, but you can't always look for a push because don't nobody owe you a push. Push yourself. Push yourself. Even as I sit here and I talk this shit, I'm talking that shit. It's pushing me right now. That when I get off of here, I'm going to go and say, yeah, how, how do I spend when I get paid? What, what can I eliminate? Hmm. It could be so many variables. There's so many examples. How often you get your hair cut? How much the haircut costs? How often you have your leisure? How, how often you drink? Do you smoke cigarettes? How often do you spend, you know, how often do you... Do these things that you have to spend money on it. Cut it down. Some people try to say, go cold turkey off the rip. If you got to drink, listen, you got two days off, you want to drink those two days, I'm not judging you. Is it that you could, oh, it's not healthy, or that's why your money, whatever. But there's a way to alter it in some type of way. And I'm not even going to get into the dynamics of, you know, if you drink, you better drink the top-notch shit because drinking the cheap shit is, uh, whatever. You do what you do. Then for the month, go, all right, I'm going to buy a bottle of XO. I'm going to buy a bottle of this top shop, whatever. And say that got to last. 
I'm, that's just an example. You know, it's not the most healthy way. Like, you know, a lot of people may turn their face on uh, drinking, whatever. Again, what did I fucking say? That this is not influenced by anyone else. This is what you do. You take and you do. I'm no judge right here. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody, again, act like they making it, but they faking it. Just because they got a couple of dollars or look like they got they little eye. You know, they post their cribs and what. Yo, everybody struggles in some type of way. There's no perfect shit in that. You know what I'm saying? People might just be better off than others, but there's still some managing they need to do. People with and people with a lot of money got to manage more than us middle class people because you trying to stay there. So don't get it twisted. It ain't easy because the more money, the more problems like Biggie say. You know what I'm saying? Shout out Bed Star all fucking day. But you just got to take your time. Trust in your confidence of believing in yourself. And just take it a day at a time. Really try to jot down what you're doing. You may have to continue doing purposely. I would even say eat that, you know, bite that bullet and purposely continue what you're doing right now, even if it's not working and you still paycheck to paycheck. But just jot it down. Have have evidence. Have examples of why. And, you know, you go through that a paycheck or two and then say, I really can see how I can change this. Because it may not come to you right away. And that's fine. That's what I'm saying. This overnight shit, microwave shit is not the wave. You got to move at your pace. Again, I hope I've reached someone. I hope that you can take something from here. But it's going to take work of your own to really get the answers you need. Honestly. And just, again, biggest message. Do not stress what you can't control. Especially in the moment. Or don't let shit stress you to the max. It's not a carefree thing to just be reckless and not give a fuck about anything. I'm just saying. It gets overwhelming when you try to take on everything. Or when you really can't do shit. Ab Listen. If something is needed. It's 20. I'm going to be low. If it's $20 and you got $17. Either you're not getting it. Or go find a way to get that $3. You don't sit there for a day, a full day, full two days, like, how am I going to get... You got to alter a decision, have a plan B. Go around that shit somehow. It's easier said than done, and by no means I'm thinking it's going to have immediate results in your favor. I'm just saying, let's keep the stress down. Test yourself to the max by controlling the stress levels, and just think Jot down info on your moves. Can't nobody tell you how you move. Nobody can help you unless you help yourself. So it starts with you and these few steps of doing things and judging how you move to yourself, not to be discussed with anybody. You see how you are and see if there's any altering you can do. Then you may not ever need anybody anyway, but you need to at least analyze that to get help. And that's where, you know, you'll start to lose your own confidence. Because it's like, if you don't do this prior to attempt, let's say you go to a financial advisor. You go there with scratch nothing, and then they telling you how to gather shit and what to do. Now you really feel brainwashed, like, you know, you really couldn't come up with nothing on your own. That's what I'm saying. I'm not totally against advisors or whatever type of help is out there that think they can help you. You still got to jot down your 
flaws and your pluses if there's any. There's some things you're just going to always have to spend bread on. And there's some things that you can eliminate. You do this for you first. And I promise you, you may not even need nobody. And results will show. Just be, just tackle it head on. Go at it head on. Stay consistent with it. And just monitor what you're doing to yourself. You'll be like, wow, Hush, that was real. I didn't even notice that I spend $20 every Thursday. Whatever it is. And just keep notes of that. And then try to do something about it after a few weeks of noticing this. You, yo, it can be done by you. You don't need nobody. I just want you to eliminate the stress. Because stress, emotions, shit like that is distracting for any type of goals. For any type of change in the positive direction. So just hold on to that. Feel me. Rewatch this. See what you could grab from it. And until the next time, I hope you remain safe. And know that I'm here for you. Holla.